The following program is rated TVMANOC. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Go to the fucking gym. Uh oh, I'm in trouble. How dare you! Bye. Your fat phobia? No! No! People are suffering. People are dying. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Wall Norma. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 25 hundo and diecisiete of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustles, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swole. You're back with another episode. Today's episode, The Beast Cast, is brought to you as powered, is sponsored by Everston K2. Come one, come all. Get the coffee, get the nips ready. It's time for an amazing sleaze cast. Welcome, Stephanie, Cerny, Bookworm. How are we doing, Lacey? Come one, come all. Welcome to the show. Uh, make sure you hit the thumbs up, hit the like button, and drop in the comments down below. What are you smashing today? We have a great show. It's Tainty Tuesday after all. So put your nips together and let's get the card out. It's a great card. It's a classic. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And uh, of course, we're going to get into some awesome Swole fan posts. We'll talk a little bit about what we did yesterday during the accountability meeting, what we have going on this week. It's a big week. It's always a big week for the Swole fam. I feel like every episode, I'm always saying it's a big week, but it's always a big week because the Swole fam's awesome. But it's like an extra big week because we have something new going down. It's going to be exciting. So before we get into the Swole card, which we'll give away at the end of the episode, let's take a little bit of a look. Let me get the camera. We got the church. Isn't she cute? Isn't she cute? Come on, fam. Put, put it together. Look at that. So we got the church on the perch. And of course, we have the uh, the Tainty Man. So very nice. You are looking very tainty today. He's sleep They're just sleeping. Lazy beaches. Lazy beaches. They need to go to the fucking gym. All right, fam. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, drop in the comments. We are live. Of course, this is a live stream, live recorded. You can catch it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure you leave us a five-star review if you enjoy the show. 
And of course, uh, you can watch also the video over on Spotify as well. But all the links for the live stream and all the channels and all that stuff in the show notes below. But you can go to thedailyswole.com and you'll find all the links. Or if you're over there on swolenormousx.com because you're downloading the seven pillars and whatnot, you'll see a link for the podcast in the main menu. And it'll take you there and you can check out all the places to listen, to watch. Uh, it's available everywhere. That being said, let's uh, get into Let's get into it today. Let's get into that nut. Let's bust it open. Uh, Falcon. Falcon. <clears throat> Falcon. I forgot for a second. You can only be summoned with the voice of an angel. I forgot. I feel like it's been a hot minute. I feel like it's been a hot minute since we, since we had some, some tainty magooch. Uh, let me just check. I thought I had something in the da, 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 folder, folder, maybe not. Yeah, it's been a little bit since we had a tainty magooch card. So we're going back with the classic hashtag tainty magooch. Drop that in the comments below and we'll give away that swole card at the end of today's episode. Now let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into that tip, fam. Moisturize, get the coffee. Now let's spit on it. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. Let's get it nice and moist. Let's get it nice and moist. Okay, let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got here. We got some Swole Fam posts. Oh, before we do, before we get into the Swole Fam stuff, uh, we got an announcement yesterday during the accountability meeting we dropped a new yoga class. So brand new yoga class and members were super stoked about that. Everyone loves new yoga. And every single Monday, if you don't know, during our world famous accountability meeting, we drop new content. So all the new releases, whether releasing new swollen sevens, new programming, new yoga classes, recipes, apparel, we do all our releases on Monday, every single Monday. And we always do a new yoga class, but this one was extra juicy. The Swole fam really was excited about this. We have a brand new uh, Express Total Body Yin number five uh, for members. So this is an, a class from Alex, just trying to get that sized properly. So let's get a round of applause for that. So brand new inside the yoga studio. Of course, if you're a member, you can just click on the updates tab. But Express Total Body Yin number five with Alex. Great class. Go and check it out now. Hopefully you enjoyed that yesterday. One of the best things uh, for yoga is yin, and that's a very passive gravity type flow. You get really deep into those connective tissues and the fascial tissue, and it's fantastic. And the fact that it's an express class means that 
you can eradicate those excuses. No excuse not to do it. It's like 30 minutes long and those are fantastic. Can you believe it? It's a yin class. And also, even more exciting than that, fam, another drum roll. This Thursday. So you all know that every Monday is a private episode. And I always say, join the fam so you don't miss any of the private episodes because the live calls are fire. We have the roundtables twice a month. We have the weekly accountability meetings on Mondays. We have the overtime segments on Friday after the FEFCast. But now, now... On the off weeks from the roundtables, Thursdays are going to go private. Also, in the mo- in the morning, this Thursday, we have our debut of The Rise and Swole. Let's get a fucking America there. If you missed it yesterday, Rise and Swole, the time to be announced is probably going to be 9 a.m. on Thursday. So I will... Uh, I didn't want to put it on here because I just wanted to make sure that the timing was right because I have to drop off. Uh, I have to do an airport drop off. Uh, I have some family doesn't really matter, but I want to make sure that the time is right. So rise and swole, and it will be a shirt. We will get that on a shirt, Mark. So rise and swole Thursday, March 30th. That's this Thursday. So I'm going to be, I have to drop my mother off at the airport. So I want to make sure that it's the right time. So I think 9am I'm thinking 9am. Uh, if anything, maybe this first week, maybe it's nine 30, but I'll, I'll let you know. It's not going to be, it's going to be at that range. It's going to be anywhere between like nine, nine 30 ish. So it's going to be awesome. And same format in the terms of, you know, how we do our, our normal calls. So Thursday morning, and if you're on the West coast time, it's going to be early morning. And then if you're on the East coast time, it's going to be morning. And the, the great thing is that if you're also in Europe, if you're further along in your day, even if you are in Australia, you're going to be able to get into some of these calls because some of you might not be able to make the evening roundtables when we have them at five o'clock. So this is going to be a great opportunity to start your day. We're going to talk about the seven pillars. We're going to talk about what we're training that day. We'll talk about uh, different programming, nutrition. It's going to be, it's a seven pillars focus, start the day, get your coffee, get your bone broth, Uh, wake up and maybe you might be warming up and listening in. I might be doing some sled work and just on the, on the phone, chilling, just walking with a dog and, you know, getting the day started. So it's going to be a great thing for, um, for the fam and rise and swole Thursday, March 30th. And last week, of course, we had our round table on Thursday. So um, on the off weeks from the round table, we're going to have rise and swole. So according to, according to all the data, this is going to be fucking awesome. And of course the data is because I said so. It's going to be lit. Rising Swole this Thursday. Excellent. Uh, Frank, so no podcast that day also. Uh, well, this is the podcast. The live streams are the podcast. So this will be, in other words, there won't be a public stream. So there won't be a public stream like this on Thursdays. So we have Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then the other days are going to be our call. So Thursdays are going to be the round tables or the rise and swole. And we have, of course, the overtime segments and the Monday accountability meetings. So even more of an opportunity. And again, this is why I encourage you, if you enjoy the show, if you want to ask questions, if you want to get access to all the programming, if you want to go deeper with the fam, join us because these are also, we have members coming up on stage and having conversations and asking questions. So it's a private member Q&A. And depending on what we're doing 
and whether it's the accountability meeting or a round table or the rise and swole, you know, we have people that are able to come up on stage and ask questions in the live chat or come up and call and have a conversation with me. So uh, it's a great opportunity to go deeper at the fam and get access to all these amazing brains. Go deeper, go deeper with the fam. We like going deep. Speaking of which, let's get into that first swole fam post. What's in the box? Lots of stuff in the box. Lots of stuff in the box. Very exciting. Very exciting. I know everyone loves the the public live streams and those of you that love the private live streams, those of you like both, you get more of everything. So it's another way to uh, connect with all of you more and answer more of your questions and get to the nitty gritty. And it's cool. Sometimes on those accountability meetings, you know, we have people that are there every single week and it's like, hey, any questions? And some people are like, you know, they've been, if you're, if you've been the fam for a couple of years, it's like, I don't have any more questions. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. But when you need a, when you have a question, you, you know, you're in the right place, but it's cool. It's cool. And people are like, I don't have any questions. That's good. That's a good thing to not have questions, but you should always be pursuing and developing. But I get it. If you don't have questions, you can't force a question. You're going to troll me. You're going to be like, what about the elimination diet? Or what do you think about intermittent fasting, Papa? What do you think about intermittent fasting? All right, Gerard writes, Hey fam, wanted to give a little update one week into the elimination diet. I've successfully cut out everything except beef, sweet potatoes, bananas, and grapes. Chicken is a no-go as it tore my stomach up on day four. Even being so new into the nutrition change, I can tell that there are foods I was consuming that really messed me up. So far, I've dropped four pounds and a quarter inch off my waistline. I've been eating somewhere around 2000 calories per day and haven't had to stress about tracking anything. My brain is slowly adapting and I appreciate the Swole fam for providing all the inspiration to keep a positive mindset during this change. Ready for week two. Nice. <coughs> welcome, welcome and super stoked that you are having success with the elimination diet. Don't get too hyped up. Don't, be, don't get too obsessed. I mean, over like measuring, like be careful with like the waistline, just don't, I'm not sure how you're tracking things like that, but just be mindful. Don't, because those aren't going to change, you know, endlessly. Just something to keep in mind, even though you're a week in, um, this is kind of that period where you might be feeling good and some positive, but you might not have those addictive cravings kind of rearing their heads. You know, these things, one week in, everyone's like, I remember my first week. It's challenging. It's challenging. And it's really when it comes into social environments or, you know, different periods of stress is when you, your habits will really, you'll see how locked in your habits are and how your environment is and how you're doing. So just stay the course, stay focused and sounds really, really good. And um, you might even want to play around with the carbohydrates like sweet potatoes. You might even want to play around with that. Try some white rice versus sweet potatoes and experiment with that. But when it comes to elimination diet, anyone that's listening to this and has never done one, it's just a process of what you're testing. You have to, you, you can't test anything you don't remove. So if you have a lot of autoimmune issues, you want to remove more things. And as you go through an elimination diet, what Gerard might do, he might find certain foods that he likes to consume, but then you could always fine tune. And I'm always fine tuning. And anyone that continues after they do an elimination diet, you're kind of always fine tuning because you're always observing and you might change the ratios or change when you eat certain foods. There's always a constant testing and tweaking. So um, it, it gets easier and it gets more as you build those habits. It gets better and better. 
All right, Jenny from the block. Jenny writes, fam, I need to share my progress. I'm so proud. I took progress pics, but I see very little progress since my before pictures are from last year and I was about the same weight as I am now. But since the beginning of February, starting at 161 pounds, I've lost nine pounds and almost five inches over my whole body as of today, planning on taking progress pics again next month. And there will be better photographic evidence. Well, good for you. Good for you. And uh, so let's see. Um, my before pictures are from last year. So these pictures are from last year. Not so last year you weighed this, you gain more weight and then you start, you got. Okay. So, well, you definitely look, I'm, I'm going to disagree on that. I think you definitely look, you definitely look different. That's fantastic. Thanks for sharing. But I think your point was, if you're just looking at the date, it's going to be deceiving. So I'm glad you explained that. So the March 2022, she's about the same weight as she is now. But I guess since March of 2022, she had gained weight to February. So she went up to 161. She just doesn't have pictures from when she started a couple months ago or a month a month ago or so. Um, so this is just the previous pictures from a while back. But you definitely look... You definitely look less bloated. You look um, good definition. I would just make sure you take pictures with the same light. Um, good job on using the same clothing, though. Uh, but just make sure the lighting is the same because it looks like you have brighter lighting in the bottom, so you're going to get more shadows. So you want to make sure that the lighting, the distance, everything is the same. So in terms of the distance, everything looks pretty damn good in terms of how you took the pictures. But now that you took pictures... March 20th. Now you can do it. I would just say every month, once a month, once a month, mark the floor where you put the camera, do it the same time of day. So you have consistency, do it like first thing in the morning after you go to the bathroom. Um, you know, not after you work out, not after you eat or drink water, wake up, go to the bathroom, do your pictures. And that way you can have the same lighting, the same camera angle and all that stuff. So you look great. You look great. And thank you for explaining. So you gain weight, and then you lost nine pounds in about a month. And that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Good for you. Good for you. And I'm telling you, if you're starting a fitness journey and you want to track progress, I always tell you, you don't, you might not want to take pictures, but I always encourage you to take pictures. Even if you don't want to do it, because if you don't, you're going to regret it. You might think I'm a fat fucking slob. I don't want to take pictures. I don't want to see the way I look, you don't have to share it. So when I say take before pictures, I'm not saying you have to share it, but you probably will want to once you lose weight. And most of you understand that when you started working out so many times I hear, Oh, I wish I took before pictures. I wish I took before pictures. So take before pictures that way you don't ever wish you did, because if you took before pictures and you never want to share them, okay, at least you took them. But when you take before pictures and you lose 150 pounds, trust me, you look at that fat person and they're dead to you. You don't know who that person is because it's a different mindset. It's a different set of habits. It's a different person. It's an old you. You're literally a new person because your cells have regenerated. You're a new person. You have different habits. You have different a different reforged identity. You are executing your seven pillars. You're seeing progress. You're doing great. You're living life to the fullest. You're, you're just really stepping up your game and that's an, a person that's dead to you. And you're not afraid of sharing those pictures. You think, you think you're going to 
be embarrassed. You don't want to take pictures because you don't want people to see it. But trust me, once you lose the weight, you're going to be, look, look what I used to be. Look what I used to be because you're proud of yourself, but you also want to encourage other people. Hey, I could do it. You could do it too. So I'm telling you, even if you think you never want to show the pictures, take them, put them under your bed, hide them in the back of your phone, you know? And then if you never want to share them, never want to share them. But when you lose the weight, you're going to want to share them. You're going to be proud of it. And you should be. All right. Transformation photos are fat phobic. They're fat phobic. I didn't know they stacked shit that high. Transformation photos are fat phobic. Good. Good. Let them be fat phobic. Let them be. All right. Hey, Seuss. Hello, Swolfam. I want to share a bit of what happened this week with me. I signed up for... Uh, Swanormous X at the beginning of the week and was very motivated to start a new lifestyle, but life came at me fast. I went to the doctor and he told me I had a fatty liver since 2018 and I was unaware of this. When I found out, I got very sad and unmotivated and started to feel sorry for myself and started eating like shit, not exercising at all. Now, after getting the support from my wife and a good talk from her, I am ready to start and push myself every day to improve my health and be here for my wife and kids. I'd appreciate if the entire Swole fam would keep me accountable. Thank you for reading. Welcome to the fam Jesus. Hells yeah. Good man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We will keep you accountable. The Swole fam and Swolenormous X is there for you when you need it. Uh, but it's only what you put in, right? The programs aren't gonna train them aren't gonna do themselves. The nutrition, the diet's not gonna eliminate itself. You're not going to join the fam and all of a sudden the meals cook themselves. You have to put in the effort, right? But all the tools are here to keep you accountable and give you the actionables so you can put in the fucking work. It's still going to take effort and work and consistency, but we give you the tools so you have it at your fingertips. There's no excuses. There really isn't. It's only the bullshit that you tell yourself. Uh, Michelle, Showing a little food pick here. Just got back from the gym. Now for my post-workout breakfast feast. Grass-fed filet with grass-fed uncured bacon. Pastured eggs, avocado, sweet potatoes, and mango. Broke down and added a single espresso. Espresso with cream. Not used to unsweetened espresso. But it's still yummy. Very nice. Let's get a little golf clap. I like some... uh, I, I like... We, we have raw cream. We have raw cream that sometimes I put in my coffee. But lately I've been removing from my coffee. But I'll have it with mango. You take mango, put some raw cream on it. It's kind of like a little ice cream. It's great, especially when it's hot outside. You want some fruit. Delicious. All right. Uh, let's see here. Mm-mm-mm. Nicole, I feel so alone lately. All right. We're going deep. Before we get into that knowledge cock, Nicole's going to... Nicole's going to... Give us the good shit. She writes, I feel so alone lately. I've been training for the last three years consistently, but not without my vices. Every weekend, I would go out and drink and hang out and smoke, but I have all I have all that up about two months ago now. I'm assuming she meant to say I have given all that up about two months ago. Since then, I've completely changed my game plan, changed my diet, quit drinking and smoking, steadily going to the gym five days a week for an hour to two, one and a half to two hours and calculating everything. I've gained seven pounds of muscle. 
and lost eight pounds of body fat in the last six weeks. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of you. Here comes the hard part. I have no gym friends. I've offered my fitness pass to my friends because I can take them for free multiple times, but no one has joined me. Not once today. I was supposed to meet a friend there and got stood up. Unfortunately, it's kind of a lonely life when you don't have anyone to hang out with that has similar goals to you. Anyone have any advice? Uh, keep focusing on yourself. This is a great post. I'm glad to hear that you're doing better. Um, not going to be, I'm not trying to be negative or critique, but seven pounds in six weeks of muscle. It's, it's, it's not, that's not how the body works. The body doesn't build muscle that fast, but I'm sure, I'm not sure how you're measuring that. So I just have to point that out. Um, but it, it doesn't mean that you're not making great progress. So that, that's fantastic. That, that's fantastic in itself. Um, but I'm not sure how you're measuring that, but it's exceptionally unlikely as a female, especially to put on seven pounds of muscle in six weeks. So I just have to call that out, but it depends on how you're measuring it. If you're using one of those bioelectrical things, it's going to be all whacked out anyway, but it doesn't mean that you're not losing inches and water weight and, you know, some body fat. So that's fantastic to hear. Definitely moving in the positive direction. But the most important part of this is the lonely life. Yeah. It's more lonely. Talk about it all the time on the show that when you go the extra mile, there's less traffic. You are going to be lonely. When you step outside the the average mindset and you start doing better for yourself, yeah, it's more lonely. You're going to have to get used to it straight up. It doesn't mean you're not going to meet people, but you're going to meet higher quality people. No. No, 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 not you, Nicole, Tainty Man, no, so yeah, when you're eating better, when you're going to the gym, when you're not going out binge drinking or smoking, whatever you're doing, when you're not going out to eat all the time. You're going to the gym instead. When you're not going out late, you're going to sleep early because you're going to the gym first thing in the morning. You're just overhauling your community. You're overhauling your environment. And it's only lonely if you think about it that way. I think it's peaceful. I think it's peaceful. I think it's great to have that kind of focus. You're just seeing the contrast. I don't think it's lonely. I think once you truly start loving yourself and spending time with yourself and developing yourself, you don't have time to be lonely and you will meet people at the gym. You'll have conversations or, you know, start noticing people and saying hi. And, you know, when you focus on yourself and you improve yourself and you truly figure out who you are and what you're about, then you are actually more of a complete person that is ready to have better relationships. So you might not have as many acquaintances or people that you spend time with, but you're going to have higher quality ones. That's a bigger difference. Quality over quantity. A lot of people have hundreds and hundreds of people. We all know those individuals that they're always spending time with someone. You're like, how does someone have that many friends? But it's a lot of surface stuff. You don't have a lot of deep relationships. You just kind of, you're always, I don't know. You always constantly have to be surrounded by, by someone 
Like you're not able to be alone. These are the same people that oftentimes they don't meditate because they, oh, they, they, they can't, they do. I, I can't sit down and just, you know, my, my head, I, I can't relax. I can't just think of nothing. Or the, the, the same mindset as I can't do yoga. I'm not flexible enough. There's always have to be around someone. They always have to be around a crowd. They always have to be spending time with someone or doing something with someone. They can't just be with themselves. And, and that's a different type of cope. But when you're focusing on the seven pillars, when you're developing yourself, you're fresh into this. You know, it's very important that you are cutting those people out because they're obviously poisonous. So you're doing the right thing. You've changed the game plan. You've changed your, your habits. So you're not spending time with those people. And when you say you have no gym friends, can I tell you something, Nicole? Good. Why do you need gym friends? You don't need, you don't need people to go to the gym with you. This is just your growth. This is my opinion. This is your growth period. This is, this is the, the rise of Nicole. You know, this is going to the gym. You don't need a gym friend. You might be nice to people at the gym and know, oh, there's John. He's always on the cardio machine. Hey, John, good morning. You don't need friends to go to the gym with you. So what you're going to look at, you're going to be codependent with someone to go to the gym. You're going to find someone that goes to the gym and then you might fall into that trap of, working your schedule around them and they can't make it. People aren't consistent. People aren't, aren't consistent. Use that time for you. Make sure you go regardless of anyone else's schedule. You don't need people to go with you. You just got that. You literally experienced that already. You were supposed to meet a friend there and then got stood up. Unfortunately stood up person's not really your friend. They're not consistent. Like they don't have their shit together. Fuck that person. Who cares? Good. They didn't show up. Good. Fuck that person. Go to the fucking gym. Do it yourself. Who gives a shit? Most people don't do anything worthwhile for their body. Most people, most people don't do shit. Everyone and everyone that like your friend is this one of those friends that was drinking and smoking and blah, 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 blah. People don't go to the fucking gym. I literally yell at people to go to the fucking gym every day. Why? Because people don't go and people are fat as fuck. They don't eat right. They don't exercise. They don't get quality sleep. They blah, 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 blah. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Focus on you, Nicole. Focus on you. That's my advice. Focus on you. You will meet better people. Focus on you. We'll take some comments too because I know the Swole fam is dropping a lot. Uh, if you're ready to join Nicole... Slap her across the tits. Join the fam today. We got Michelle. Hey, Suze, thank you for posting. Jenny, awesome progress. Gerard, head on over to swolenormousx.com. And like I mentioned, you'll get access to all the private live streams. We had an accountability meeting yesterday. We have an overtime segment with a new drive mall gang this coming Friday. We have Rise and Swole every Thursday. Well, not every Thursday. We have Rise and Swole this Thursday, uh, March 30th in the morning, probably 9 a.m. So I will finalize that time tomorrow. So we'll announce it on the show exactly what time it's going to be. Very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. Join us, swolenormousx.com. Let's see. Frank says, uh, if you have a question, you could drop in the comments. Hashtag AskPapaSwolio. Uh, we'll take a couple comments because that post definitely, definitely uh, stirred up some of the Swole fam because a lot of you uh, have experience with this when you change your habits. I go to the gym alone every time, but my wife and family notice how much better I am when I do go. Keep working on improving yourself and your relationships will flourish. Thank you, Frank. Wisely said. Uh, Amanda, not everyone needs a friend at the gym, but I can understand what this person is expressing. Like I said, um, 
S-A-H-M. What is that acronym for? In the middle of nowhere, hard to meet people. So I get it. Yeah, I, I get it. It'd it, it be, you know, if you're used to being around people, oh, a stay-at-home mom. Is that it? I saw your post earlier. I just scrolled up. S-A-H-M. Jesus Christ. There's an acronym for everything. There's an acronym for everything. Shit. I'm looking at that. What's S-A-H-M? Fuck. Does anyone get annoyed by acronyms when someone uses, an, not that it's your fault, Amanda, but someone uses an acronym and you're like, oh, because that acronym is so popular, everyone's just going to know it. I'm an S-A-H-M. The fuck is that? <laughs> the fuck is that? Everyone's supposed to know. Oh, I'm a P-T-S-O-L-O-J. Oh, you are. <laughs> oh, man. You got it going on. Not my fault. All right. All right. <sighs> fuck. S-A-H-M. Uh, John says, it is very peaceful. You're inaccessible to numerous habits. I do nothing but waste time. You're dialed in. Life is a rare earned gift. Gift the masses lack. Be proud. Well said. Lone Wolf. Life is nice with solitude. If I want to see a friend, I will. But if I don't see them for months, I don't care at the end of the day. Well, everyone's different, right? Everyone's different. But I think the solitude aspect, and this is why training is so important. Now, some people might be, well, you need a gym partner to really push yourself to that limit. I will say some people maybe you're a very more advanced, you have a training partner and it really does push you to the limit. But I think we can all agree that a quality training partner, that's going to be even more disciplined than you. That's going to push you to that next level, spot you properly, be consistent, be in your, like, if you find that person that you're in the area, you're as religious as that person and you go, you can have a training partner that's on point can be great. That can be, it can be great but we can all agree it's very hard to find someone that's that as consistent as you that puts in as much effort as you also helps if they're around the same strength ish as you, that way you're not stripping off plates back and forth. You know, it's very hard to find someone cause you don't want to depend on that. It's risky though. It's risky to depend on someone because then what happens if they can't make it? If you're very advanced and your training partner can't make it, you can go to the gym anyway and still train hard. So that doesn't, it doesn't make a difference for everyone. Some people can still get it done anyway, but if you depend on someone and you're that type of person that always has to surround themselves with other people, it's a vulnerability because then they can't make it. So then you change your schedule or you skip the day. Oh, I'll just do cardio and then we'll do that tomorrow. It's like, no, 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 that's cracks in the foundation. It's not good. It's not good. But anyway, uh, yeah, this is my point. Uh, Loretta, some people are scared to be alone. Could never understand that. Exactly. Exactly. Some people are, uh, they're scared to be alone. They might not know that they're scared to be alone, but this is why meditation is important. Being alone with your own thoughts in silence is very challenging for people. We talk about mindfulness and brain gains, meditation, and it sounds so easy. In my opinion, it is. It is. It's not hard. Um, it's simple, but it depends. It, it, it depends on, it's more about, it's more about quote, finding the time. It's really about making the time, making the time and prioritizing it. Cause all it is, man, 
just to get someone to stop moving, close your eyes and just breathe for five fucking minutes, set a timer and just do nothing for five minutes is mind blowing to people. They can't imagine. Oh my God. How am I ever going to not do something for five fucking minutes? I don't have time for, I don't have time to meditate for five minutes. Uh, you have time to scroll on TikTok for half an hour. So you're full of shit. All right. Let's doing, uh, let's do ask Papa Solio. So drop a, in the comments, hashtag ask Papa Solio. If you have a question, we'll take a couple questions. Good knowledge. Cock. Let's see, Mark, did you, you ever plan on taking, oh, I knew I was going to hit that. Uh, taking those jingles from DWG and slapping it on a shirt or something. Yeah, we're going to do ringtones or, um, yeah, different things. Yeah, we have a lot of ideas. It was going to be a Papa Solio Sings album like five years ago, but we'll get around to it eventually. Yeah, the DWGs, they are addictive. Just the jingle, each jingle on repeat, like three or five minutes. Or should I start doing YouTube videos where it's one minute of the jingle? You know, those endless, just an hour looped or 24 hour looped, just the jingle for 24 hours. Just watch those videos, just get like millions and millions of views. Lots of ad breaks. Okay, more questions. Let's see here. Try to take some of the live questions. Foist, actually, let's take a call. Amba Singh. Amba Singh. Let's see. You're on the line. Let's see what we got here. Hello, hello, Papa Solio. I'm a big, I'm a big fan. Um, who do you think, which era, which era of bodybuilding do you think that you would recommend, like the golden era, the bronze era, the muscle mass era? Thank you, big fan. Ah, appreciate the call. Good question. Do I recommend in terms of what? In terms of what the. I'm not a big fan of the muscle mass era where the tons of growth hormone, like that's the one that we're kind of in now, but also like the nineties, the Dorian Yates, Dorian Yates really blew the fucking tits off people. Um, so that was really, I, I guess it really depends on what you're looking for. I guess it really depends on what, what you're looking for. I mean, it's hard not to like the golden era. You know, golden era was Arnold, Frank Zane, uh, Dave Draper. You had all these guys like the classics. It, it's just more, more of an aspiring physique. Uh, before they started taking, they were taking shit. Of course they were taking test and D ball or whatever the fuck they took back then. Uh, they were just experimenting and, what's cool is to look back and see what those guys were doing. And a lot of times like they were creating exercises that we still use today. And what's great is there's a lot of exercises that were created. Then there's not a lot of stuff that's done new today. When it comes to fitness, the human body is still the same. You have a lot of people online that over obsess with like the science, like, well, this exercise with this angle, you see people that are doing an angle where they're grabbing, grab the cable like this and turn your hand 30 degrees and lean your body a little bit to the right and then just pull down. Cause after this point, it's not working that muscle any longer. So they're doing like a pull down, you know, just to work their fucking terrace major, just like that. You know, really it's like, dude, people need to just fucking lift some heavy shit again. Every time it's great. Kinesiology is great. And exercise science is great. And, but 
I think people need more and more to get back to just fucking lifting heavy shit. Doesn't mean you do it stupid. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean you do dumb stuff, but you don't always need like a triple blind study to know that an exercise is fucking good. It's like, well, a barbell row isn't optimal for mass because it's not chest supported. So you fatigue your lower back and then you can't go, dude, you want to get a big back, do some fucking rows, man. Barbell rows will get you fucking huge. T-bar rows can get you huge. Chest supported rows can get you huge. Just lift some fucking heavy weight. It doesn't mean you have bad form, but there's a lot of this kind of over over obsessive science that if you don't have the proper, like, what is it? The, not the EKG, but you know, you the proper muscle activation receptors. When you put the, you, you put the, the pads on your muscles and you're checking the frequency to see what, what muscle activation is the highest. It's like, come on. Some people just need to lift some heavy fucking weights. So bottom line, there's a lot of things that work well, but I like, I love the golden era just because there's a lot of the exercise that we use today or they're getting more popular again today. Like the classic, you know, hack squats behind the body, like the OG hack squat um, from George Hackenschmidt. We had like the Jefferson curls or Jefferson squats and Jefferson deadlift. Like these are the guys that actually created those things. And my stepfather was, was part of the, the golden era and he won, he used to compete in like, you know, Mr. Connecticut and Mr. America competition. Like it, it was, it's a cool time. So I, I, I like, I like that kind of style training up through like Tom Platts, which is, I guess, bronze era. Is that what's considered? I forget where exactly it starts and stops, but Tom Platts is probably my favorite bodybuilder. That's why I named the hack squad after Platts. All right, let's see here. Positive charisma, Papa Soli, would you consider doing payouts for who has the best results after a given time? Many fitness people sell their own products. Do this, wondering what your thoughts are, incentive, but is it really? Uh, would I do payouts? No. But pay someone to get results? Do it for yourself. So the answer for me is no. You mean some of these apps and things like that that will, you put money in and then if you win, for my my opinion, the reason why I don't like those, I, I don't like those. I don't like that approach, and I'll tell you why. One, uh, if your incentive is money, it's like having a New Year's resolution. It's not a good enough incentive for you to take care of your health. That's not the right approach. So that preys on people's greed in terms of like, oh, getting results. Like you should want to get results for your health because of the right reasons. So that's one reason why I don't like it. Also, how do you how can you tell who has best results? you know, someone that's on the brink of like suicide and constant depression that starts meditating and eating right. And all of a sudden they're getting lots of sunlight. They feel amazing. Like that for me is equally, if not more powerful than someone that lost hundred pounds. So how do you measure results? So I just think there's a lot of flaws with it. So I personally wouldn't, I know people do that, but I think it's just surface level shit. It's a gimmick. Uh, Ortiz F13 Papasolio. I didn't have access to grass fed beef and had grain fed and chicken for about a week and noticed my mood tanked and I felt irritable. Is that common or just in my head? Uh, it's tough to say. It's definitely something that is, could be legitimate, but at the same time, if you knew that you weren't eating grass fed beef, there is like placebo effects, but it's definitely lower quality. So you can, it's hard to say, especially once you've 
had grass-fed beef and you not knowingly were eating something with less quality, I don't want to be like, oh, it's absolutely, like, that's the fact. I could sit here and say, no, it's the grass-fed beef. You have to eat grass-fed beef. Grain-fed beef is exactly the reason why you didn't feel good. So it could be a little bit of both. Um, but there are, there are a lot of people that have super sensitive, like corn and soy sensitivities. And if you eat chicken and most chicken is fed corn and soy, you can have flare-ups, you can have eczema or psoriasis or issues because, you know, you are what your food eats. So it can definitely have a factor. So I think it's safe to say probably a little bit of both. Um, could be other factors, could be your mood tank just because you knew you didn't eat the same quality. So you were hyper aware of it. So it could be one, the other could be both. It could absolutely be the food. It could absolutely just be in your head. But at the same time, just to clarify, if it's, you know, I can't say it's really in your head because like, you know, you're objectively not getting as quality of food, but whether or not that was literally the reason why your mood tanked. But we all know that quality of food definitely affects your mood. I just don't want to sit here and be like, yep, that's it. It's just a little, it's hard to say when you know if you know you're eating something that isn't what you'd want to, and that might be a little bit less quality and you might just be psyching yourself out, even though it, even though it wasn't as it's objectively not as healthy or quality doesn't mean that that like tanked your mood per se. Let's see, Chris, Richard, does anyone make black cold brew at home? Is there another kind of cold brew? white cold brew can you make white brew or is that racist now you can't have white don't put cream in your coffee what are you whitewashing your coffee <laughs> did you see the uh, we'll talk about the do you see that some some idiot said that uh if you if you post black memes like memes of black people i suppose it's digital blackface I was like, oh, that's so, that's so awesome. I'm going to post black memes all the time now. So if you, you can't post a meme of a black person, it's digital blackface. You're like, that's so stupid. Everyone just poke, post black memes all the time. How about that? Um, okay, let's get back to the coffee. Does anyone make black cold brew at home? I have cut out soda and want to replace with something health, sweet slash healthier. Well, forget the sweet part. Don't consume sweet stuff. Any brands that you recommend. Well, cold brew is not sweet. You shouldn't be having sweet coffee, in my opinion. If you want to, put some raw cream or something in it. But cold brew, cold brew is fine. All that is when you're, cold brew is just, you're soaking like a French press. It's, you're putting boiling water essentially on grounds and it's leaching, you know, it's bean water. So the cold brew is just sitting in the fridge. So it just takes longer you do that for what, 24 hours or something like that, but it's actually more caffeinated cold brew and it's less acidic. So it'll, if you feel like coffee is too acidic for you, you can do that and it'll be smoother. Also, if you want to take off the little a hint, if you have a, if it's a little, if coffee's a little bit bitter in your opinion, black coffee, just put like a little pinch of sea salt in it. It'll take the edge off. Okay. Let's see here. Good questions. All right, racist coffee. Let's keep going. Uh, Elizabeth, chicken makes me sick, so I don't eat it anymore. The most affordable ground beef I buy has never negatively affected me. There you go. Ooh, Ortiz, yeah, I have bad corn sensitivity and celiac. It could definitely be the food. I I'm not saying that it isn't the food. 
it can easily be the food. I'm just saying when you know that you're eating something that could be causing issues and, you know, the mind is very powerful. So you might be oversensitive or over-focused on it, you know? So even though I always say it's the food, and I was like, food leads to everything. It's just very disingenuous for me to say it's absolutely the food, but you know, you ate something. It's very easy for you to eat something shitty. I mean, take it to a different extreme. Let's say you ate just a, a big bag of potato chips. You probably tank your mood and you feel like shit too. So it can definitely. Uh, positive charisma following up on the payout for results. Um, charisma writes, I think it is absolutely ridiculous. And there are fitness gurus on Insta that do this with their programs. It's so awkward to see. Yeah, fucking weird. It's weird. It's weird. I'm not, a, not into it. Not into the, the paying out of that. It's, it's like bribing people to fucking take care of your health. You'll go to the fucking gym and get sleep and train hard because you should for your body. You'll feel better. You'll be proud of yourself. So-and-so paid me. I won $500 to eat steak. I took care of myself because I was going to make some money. You'll get a job and also train. Not a fan. Ah, Lady Hawk just post memes of Justin Trudeau and actual blackface. What a touche. What an abs- what an absolute shit basket. Like if you have to look up shit basket in the dictionary, just Trudeau's smug, smug mug will just come up. What a just a what a bag of feces. Just like a bag of shit. Guy sucks. Okay, Frank. Papa Swolio, can you recommend a brand of protein? Ooh, I like how you spelled it. Protein. Protein powder that is not whey-based. A friend at work is looking for one. I can't recommend a brand, but you can also look up like beef protein. They have like grass-fed beef protein. That's just ground up beef. So there's beef protein. That's not whey-based. Okay, let's see. John, learning about coffee today. I didn't know that about cold brew and sea salt. Yeah, uh, cold brew is smoother. Cold brew is smoother for people. So if you find hot coffee and more caffeine, because it's soaking, it's soaking with the the grounds longer. When you make cold brew, just make sure you're using coarse ground. But there's pitchers. If you want to know how to make it, you can get those pitchers. They're on Amazon. It's glass and has like stainless steel in the middle. And you put the grinds in there, the grounds in there, and you fill the rest up with water. And it just sits there and soaks for how long is it for cold brew? 16 hours, 24. It says so. It tells you how to make it. And it's also good for the summer. It's nice cold. The thing is, cold brew is usually sounds like something in the afternoon, but you don't want to be drinking coffee in the afternoon. If you want to get to sleep at a decent hour, you should be giving yourself 10 hours between when you, go, when you stop drinking caffeine and going to bed. Mika, beef protein sounds naughty. <laughs> it is. Because, because. Someone's heads in the, someone's ready to go balls deep. Someone's ready to send it. All right, let's take another call or two. Better call today. Thank you for. Ki- we kicked it off with a better call. This one's from Anonymous. Oh, great. Yo, how to lose that low hand of shit, bro. Oh, shit, motherfucker. 
How to yo? Thank you. That's very respectful. Thank you. How to lose that fucking love handle shit? Mine easy. How do I lose that love handle shit? You know that fucking shit around my gut. What the fuck is what the fuck is going on with that love handle shit? Uh, do an elimination diet. Stop eating crap. How about that? I'm gonna give you a shitty answer for a shitty fucking question. Let's take another call. Let's do it. Yeah, bull milk. Ooh, bull milk. Bull milk's a great option. Okay, this one's from Lynn. Lynn, you're on the line. Hi, Papa Solio. I have two questions. One is, uh, is it mandatory that we need to take rest between sets? If so, what is the idle duration? Second, wh- how long do we need to be uh, spending time in the gym if we are to work out? Because what I heard is like one to two hours, one, one and a half hours is an idle duration that needs to be spent time in the gym. Is that an idle duration or is that, a, is that a myth? Well, I appreciate the question. Thank you. Very well put. So the first question, do you need to rest between sets? Yes and no. And the reason why it's because it, it, it depends on what you're doing. If you don't rest between sets, you're just doing cardio. So if you could do a circuit training, you're doing like a chest press and you're going over and doing squats and then you're going over and doing... I don't know, pull-ups and you're going over, it's a circuit train. You're just doing cardio. So is it mandatory to rest between sets? I can't say it's mandatory because it's not. You don't have to. It's like no one's saying you have to rest. But if you're not resting, you're not able to repair, or I shouldn't say repair, recover between sets enough to create the stimulus that's required to build muscle and to improve strength. If you're new to training and you just don't do rest between sets, you're going to build some muscle and some strength just because you're adding, everything's a new stimulus. But if you're trying to overload the muscles, create that stimulus, that's going to lead to your body saying, hey, I have to build muscle. I have to get stronger because of that stimulus. Then you need to rest enough between sets in order to enact that same kind of force. Your body has to replenish creatine. Your body has to, you know, rebuild like ATP, um, which is what creates the muscle fiber contraction at a cellular level. And between sets is when your body repairs that. This is why creatine supplementation can benefit because between sets, your body actually, creatine phosphate actually donates its phosphate to ADP, di to two phosphates to ATP, which is triphosphate, adenosine triphosphate, and then ATP breaks off a phosphate, becomes ADP again, and then creatine, the phosphate will repair ADP to ATP. So it's, it just kind of like puts the puzzle pieces back together so you can knock it down again. Um, between sets. That's why you might be able to get another set or get a couple more reps or recover a little bit faster. If you supplement with creatine, you're naturally lower. You're not eating enough beef. Um, Creatine supplementation can be beneficial in that sense. Uh, So hopefully that made... So anyway, between sets, if you're trying to put on more muscle and strength, I would recommend resting, you know, about... Start with about two minutes and then play around with that. Staring out like two minutes, maybe go to three. I'm personally more of a fan of longer rest periods now than I used to be. I used to do shorter rest between sets. You could build a lot of muscle that way. I think it depends on where you are with your training, where you are with your experience. There's nothing wrong with going shorter rest periods, but it will compromise how much weight you can lift. And it might just extend how much time you spend in the gym where you can rest longer periods, enact more stress, do less overall volume, but keep the intensity high, get out and start repairing. The second, the second uh, part of your question, I'm trying to remember. 
uh, how long to spend in the gym. Uh, so you said you heard someone say one and a half, two hours. That all depends on the volume, your experience, what you're doing, what your training split is. So that's going to come down to your rest periods. If you're doing longer rest periods, it might take you longer in the gym. So here's why I don't like saying, oh, you should be only working out for an hour. Does anyone else not like that? It's the same reason why I don't like uh, the paying for people to get results. If you say, okay, be in the gym for an hour, that might keep someone in the gym longer than they should be based on where they are and what their goals are and what their experience is like. An hour might be too long. Uh, if someone's brand new to training, I think most of you would agree. This is why the 90-day dash, the Swolga is like 20 minutes, 25 minutes in the 90-day dash. The on-ramp workout, it's like half an hour. It doesn't take a long time. As you get more advanced, you know, you start doing more volume or you start doing more rest periods and then you can have longer workouts. So saying everyone should be in an hour, an hour is going to be too long for some and not enough for others. Might be just right for that one workout that one day. Maybe some of your workouts are half an hour because they're more recovery or mobility based and other ones are two hours. So for me, if I'm doing more intense training, not a, not a, not more volume, but I'm training super hard. I'm going like really heavy with weight and I'm giving longer rest periods between sets. It might be an hour and a half, even though I'm not doing as much volume as I would if I rested 30 seconds. So doing an hour and a half or two hours in the gym, being two hours in the gym doesn't mean you're... You see what I'm saying? It doesn't mean you're training for two hours. It's not like you're nonstop exercising and you're not resting at all. It might mean you're doing, you know, 12 sets or 15 sets, but you're doing five minutes of rest in between. So if you get in, you warm up, you cool down, you do your warm up sets, and you're doing, let's say you're doing 12 sets or so with five minutes in between, what's 12 times five? That's an hour. And you know, nothing's perfect like that. You have to set up the machine. So that's like an hour and a half, and you're just doing. So it depends on your rest periods. It depends on what you're doing. I, I, I train until I'm done. I train until I'm done. So when you hear someone say, oh, I train for two hours, it sounds like a lot. My God, you're training for two hours. This is why when I say sometimes I've trained for three hours. I mean, I because I looked at the clock or I set a timer and I did some sled work and I was outside and I did some club work and I did like a nice slow warm up for maybe half an hour. And then I did some exercise and there was a little bit longer breaks in between. Cause I'm outside and I'm, you know, from the beginning to the end, but it wasn't constant nonstop working out. It wasn't just a sprint. So that depends. But I mean, two hours, should you be training? It shouldn't be more than two hours beginning to end. Two hours is like a cap. I would, I would say, um, but it depends on what you're doing. It depends on what you're doing. It depends on those rest periods. Um, we went really long on that. So thank you for the calls and uh, we'll get some more tomorrow. Uh, we'll get into, let's see, let's, let's take a time to go balls deep beaches. Shall we? A uh, good question. Good question. Thank you for calling. Uh, Lynn. I agree. El Vato Squatcha. My motto is if you can sit for a couple hours to watch a movie, you can spend 90 minutes to two hours at the gym. Well, yeah, that's just, to get people to do it, get people off their ass. Oh, I'm just scrolling down. Oh, it closed out. Yeah, I think, uh, I think people have it all twisted. I think people have it twisted when it comes to that kind of stuff. How long should I be training? Again, that's not really, that's not really 
the length of your workout is a product of what you're doing, right? So think about it this way. For some of you with your scheduling, the timing is important. You have. So this is why when I talk about what your programming should look like, it depends on your experience. It depends on your goals, but also being realistic. What time do you have available to dedicate to your training? So if you're going to go to the gym, like I only have an hour, I can only train from six to seven. You don't have the option for an hour and a half then because of your schedule, right? You, you, you can't do two hours. So in that hour, then you have to be okay. What am I, what's the best way of doing things in order to maximize that hour? So even if you wanted to, you can't do a training protocol that would take an hour and a half. So you might have to change your rep scheme. You might have to change your rest scheme. You might have to change your training split. Let's say you could, let's say you have an hour every day, then you can change your training split to get more frequency instead of doing an hour and a half. Maybe you could do two, you know, you could do that body part twice a week, for example, to get more volume up. It's just, it depends. You can get a lot done in a short period of time. Uh, but it really depends on what you're available. If you just are training and you don't have a time limit, let's say the block in which you're training, you could train for, you could train for half an hour. You could train for four hours. Let's say it's the morning. You don't work till noon and you get up at six and you have a lot of time. In other words, if you want to do a longer workout, you have the ability to. So then it's a little bit more, okay, what does it take to get you? Remember when you're training, you're not recovering. When you're training, you're not building. You're not building muscle while you're training. You're breaking down. So the sooner you get in and the sooner you complete, the sooner you can start recovering. And then it's a longer recovery period until your next workout. You'll repair more than if you do a four-hour workout. If you do a four-hour workout, you only have 20 hours until your next workout. So you're losing four hours a day of repair. Just saying. It's different. So if you train for an hour, you have 23 hours until your next workout, if you train at the same time every day, just conceptually speaking. So can you increase the intensity and get more done in less time? More done doesn't mean more sets. More doesn't mean more sets. More doesn't mean more out of breath. More doesn't mean more sweat. More means, can I create the stimulus required? Again, it always comes down to what you want the outcome to be. If you want to build muscle, that's a specific outcome. If you want strength as the primary, that's a different outcome. So it depends. And then you have to do the training protocols for that outcome. It's not just, Hey, I'm lifting. Why am I not losing fat as much or building muscle as much? It's like, well, what does your training look like? You're doing circuit training. That's why you're not building muscle because you're just doing fucking cardio all the time. So in that time period, what, how much, like how much do you actually need? And this is why I talked about, I think it was on, was it yesterday's episode? The intensity. Are you going hard enough like you don't necessarily need to do a ton of, you can do overkill. And this is the process, right? This is why a lot of people don't get results because you have to tweak it. There's a fine line. It's hard to know. Did I do enough? Did I not do enough? That's the journey. That's the journey. And you don't know until you do it for a while. And the more consistent you are with your nutrition, with your sleep, with your training, then you know, hey, objectively over a few weeks, this isn't working the same way as I thought. It's kind of, it's not really working as optimally as I would hoped. Let me tweak things and change things up. But a lot of people change things every other day or every other week. They're doing random shit. So they wonder why they don't get results because they're doing random shit all the time. Most people they're eating is random. Their training is random. They're just doing CrossFit shit. They're doing cardio one day and then doing a ton of weights and they're doing a lot of rope and tire flipping. 
It's like you're not giving your body any consistent stimulus. Yes, you might build some muscle overall. Yeah, you might improve your cardio and your mobility or your power. Like you might, a jack of all trades. Doesn't mean you're not gonna build muscle. Everyone's gonna build different amounts of muscle when you do a general randomized training protocol. But if you do things specifically, you know, you wanna do things with a proper purpose, which is what the seven pillars are all about. Making sure, pillar number three, training doesn't say just train. It says your training protocol needs to be specific to what your outcome, desired outcome is. And you would be shocked. You would be shocked how many people do a training protocol that has nothing to do with what they actually want. They want muscle and to be lean and they're doing just fucking Zumba all the time. So many people do that shit. Um, Mark says, I change up lifting every week just so I'm not doing the same thing every day. That's different. And you don't need to change things that much. Doing incline bench instead of flat, that's a big enough mix up doing flies first, like changing the order or changing a different angle or doing dumbbell instead of barbell, that's enough of a mix-up. You don't need tons of different stuff. Like if you would just make sure that the uh, the stimulus is consistent uh, with your goals. All right, good stuff. That's deep. That's good stuff. Good question, good topic. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Now, fam, we have to... Uh, we have to do our service. So at the end of the episode, if you don't know, we have to do some janitorial work. We have to scrape the barnacles off the internet because that's what we do, fam. We go over awesome swole fan pose. We lay the knowledge cock, you know, really heavy and thick. But now we have to give back to the community, right? We have to give back. We have to give back. This is what we do in the balls deep section. We give back to the community. We give back to the internet. The internet that has brought us together and done so much for us we have to give back and clean the internet, right? This is where we, the balls deep section is where we re-rack our weights, fam. All right? We use the internet, we don't, but then we have to put your weights back. Re-rack your fucking weights, okay? So this is what we're going to do right now. We're going to clean the fucking gym. We're going to mop the fucking floors. All right, let's see if we got an appetizer here. These are really looking horrifying today. All right, that one is long as shit, so we're skipping it. I Again, there's no reason why that should be in the folder, so I'm going to go ahead and delete that. Three minutes and 30 seconds. Get the fuck out of here. Why is that in the folder? All right, we got a couple extra ones. Let's do one, two, or three. One, two, or three. What's it going to be? Three minutes and 32 What's seconds. The one, two, or three. Drop in the comments down below. All right. Number one, number two, or number three. Uh, Mark says three for Lizzo. Three for Lizzo. You can Lizzo. be fat and be healthy. I'm sorry, Lizzo, healthier than I will ever be. Uh, let's go Mark. Let's go Mark. Mark says three for Lizzo. Three for Lizzo. Everyone's like, no, please. Oh, no. All right. This is called rant. Rant about being skinny and fat phobia. Sounds different than what we've ever done before. Skinny and fat phobia. Uh, someone is respond, or it's a question on TikTok, so there's a little question bubble. It says, I recognize that as a large woman, my whole life, 6'1", 250 plus, damn, that chick's a tank. I always wanted acceptance of, of white men. I always, oh, I have to be racing to it. I always wanted the acceptance of white men because I felt othered and unwanted. 
you're six one. You're, you're you're like six one three hundo, and you wonder why you're unwanted. I mean, you're huge. You need to date like a professional basketball player or like a lineman. I get it. Like you can't choose your height, but you can choose whether or not you're two hundred and fifty plus pounds. Tall girls don't have a lot of uh, choices. That's just evolution. If you like taller men, you you're, you need to hang around like the NBA a lot. All right, let's see. Let's see what's going on here. Let's just, I'm just assuming what's going to happen. First off, I just want to start off by saying that I'm really sorry that that was your experience. Nobody should ever have to go through that. And I want to just go. Oh, God. All right, stop. No one should ever have to go through that. Okay, look, she's tall and fat. You could be less fat. Like, yeah, your feelings are justified. Okay, calm down. Coming in hot. Pump the brakes. Over how fat phobia really hurts everyone. For most of the 90s and the oddies, I was five foot five and about 95 pounds. And a Audies? lot of guys dated me simply because I was skinny and it looked good to have a skinny chick on your arms. But because I was obsessed with being the cool girl, I was always letting my dudes go dance with other girls, make out with other girls, whatever. And one of I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay, there's a lot to unpack here. So we're going to get to work. Um, I'm going to rewind this a little bit, not with audio, because that's brutal. Um, let's see. For most of the 90s and the oddies, if I ever hear anyone say oddies again, I am going to, if I ever, if someone ever says oddies to my face, you're getting slapped. Just saying, if anyone ever says oddies to my face, you're getting slapped. Um, I was five foot five and about 95 pounds. So like hardcore anorexic, like that is super unhealthy. Okay. A lot of guys dated me simply because I was skinny and it looked good to have a skinny chick on your arms. I mean, that's your, I mean, that's just like your, your opinion, man. Okay. Um, but because I was obsessed with being the cool girl. So obviously you had no integrity and no identity and you're in like high school or something like kids are trying to figure out who they are. That's why they, you know, think that they're trans or they, are goth or they, you know, they're jocks. It's like kids are, you wear skater clothes for a little bit. Kids are trying to figure out that's why they're trying different styles and they match their friends so they can be in a clique and they could be accepted. That's why kids are very impressionable, which is why we shouldn't, you know, feed into their delusions. We should parent them better. Okay. Uh, but because I was obsessed with being the cool girl, I was always letting my dudes go dance with other girls and make out with other girls, whatever. Uh, um, let's continue. Just wanted to, we all heard that, right? Yeah. I just let my guys make out. I'm the cool girl. I'm just, uh, emotional. Emotional damage. Okay. The other girls, whatever. And one of the things that I noticed was that a solid 50% of the guys that were dating me pretty much because I was skinny, exclusively made out with fat chicks. And nearly all of these men, when they settled down, eventually married fat chicks because that's what they wanted. That's what they were attracted to. But me. Said no one ever. God, your therapist, your therapist needs a raise. 
while when they were dating me, if I gained even a little bit, they would be like pissy with me. I mean, if I had to gander just based on biology, I would wager that most men are secretly more attracted to fatter women. But society has heavily correlated a woman's fatness with laziness and other traits that are not attractive for men when they're looking for a partner. And because of this, a lot of men date against their type and marry against their type too. As a result, a lot of fat women are lonely, a lot of skinny women are with people that don't like them, and a lot of men are dating people that they don't even really particularly have a preference for. No medication except my fucking antidepressants. Woo! Um, well, th there's a lot that needs to happen to unpack that, but I'll let you all comment down below. Like, no one... What even... What even just happened? <laughs> what even just happened? Okay. Uh, What's in the box? No. No, Lester. No, don't be ridiculous. Lester said, could it be that her personality was a factor? No, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. People don't want to be with someone because they have a good personality. That's <laughs> And my existence, while grotesque oh. and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. Give me a break, Lester. Her personality. It could not be her personality at all. At all. Wax. It's annoying when people dwell on the past. No kidding. Talk about literally just obsessing over what happened in high school. Some people never leave high school. Uh, Amanda, what is the point of her rant? I'm so lost. That is what we're trying to figure out here. St. Pete Runner. The projection is strong with this one. Ah, yes, Kingfish. I, uh, I agree. What is the best <laughs> move to silence a woman? Elvato, thank you, Papa, for putting that video in the off position. You're welcome. All right, so let's get into, uh, we'll do two more. Yeah, all right, we'll do that one last. My goodness. This one's called, If You Have Skinny. If you have skinny, if you are skinny and have money, all right, let's see what we got. Listen to me on everything that is holy. If you are skinny and have money, don't pretend to know my struggle, okay? Because the worst thing you could be is fat and broke. <laughs> you're gonna stay fat. You're gonna you're gonna stay fat. <laughs> Why? Because um, the McChicken is a dollar and some change, but that salad is $17.99. You know what I mean? Like, you have the luxury to get that $17.99 salad. I got no other choice. Why is she talking like Kamala Harris? So I'm, I'm going to stay right here in my little fat bubble. Um, oh, you saw that hole? Broke. <laughs> but but it's okay because you can go to a store. You can go to a store and you can find one because they have it in your size. Me, though I can't really even afford it, I'm not going to be able to find it anyways. <laughs> Damon. Couldn't be the personality. Couldn't. How about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? <laughs> King Colby says free tattoos. Yeah, those those tattoos tattoos aren't free. In case anyone she had a bunch of tattoos, well, they aren't cheap. All right. Uh, she sounded just like. She sounded just like uh, Kamala Harris. If you close your eyes. 
There's ways of getting free tats. Oh. Uh, well, instead of sitting in the car making TikToks, you could be, I don't know. Salads are $17.99 and McChicken is $1. Yeah, you can, you can make better food choices than a McChicken. That's an exaggeration. If you get a salad from Whole Foods, you're getting all sorts of soy and other shit. That hot bar at Whole Foods is yikes. Anyway, um, let's. We got one more. Okay, I told you it was. I told you it was balls deep. Before we do, wait, 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 wait. Oh, the Tainty Man! Hello, Tainty Boy. Hello, Tainty Man. I said hello. Hello, buddy. Hello. Nice to meet you. No? Not down with the the life thing today? Just gonna... <laughs> Always looks dead. And then we have the church. Diggy, diggy, diggy. Yeah, he's done. He's He always looks dead. He always does. He always looks dead. All right. Hashtag Tainty Magooch for a chance to win uh, today's swall card. Yow. Yow. All right. The boneless taint. Yeah, just completely nothing. Just nothing. Rough life. All right. This last one. If your tits are still together. Let's blow them off. Here we go. Last one called misgendered. What's in the box? That's a good question. What is in this box? What is in that box? What's what, what you got going on here? What's in here? Being trans is so fucking hard and so fucking exhausting. Like I have been misgendered all fucking day. Every single interaction, conversation, everything. Just misgendered from the beginning day to now. I'm just fucking sick of it. I'm sick of correcting people who won't listen. I'm and I'm sick of people not seeing me. I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. And then I'm like, oh well, if I went on tea, this would never happen. But I don't want to fucking go on tea. I just want people to believe that trans people exist and to look at me and think for a split second, like, oh. Maybe they don't want to fucking be called a lady. Maybe, maybe that's. Oh God, this is sad. That's sad. If you were just listening, it's like, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to be called a lady. Pull down a shirt and showed like the scars from the mastectomy. Look, if, if you're wearing clothes, no one's going to know that you got your tits removed. It's okay. It's okay to be a tomboy fam. It's okay to be a tomboy. It's okay to be a masculine woman. And this one was heavy, but like, man, you're crying because people can't tell what you are. I don't blame them. Like, you're obviously a woman. You want to be a boy. You don't want to go on testosterone. It's like, this is a, this is a game that no one can win. This is a game that you can't win. Like, this is when you make these kinds of permanent changes when you're really young, you can't undo that. And the scary part about this and you know, I don't, I don't want this individual to be upset and I'm not making this 
not watching this to make fun of the individual, but this is on the internet and it's important. So the reason why this person did this, and there are people that do these surgeries and things like that and then live their life and they're not out there protesting or, you know, running their mouths online. They're just, they want to dress a certain way and they want to be happy in that way. Like some men are gay and they want to date men. Some women are lesbians. They want to look, okay. I mean, you're not forcing me to suck dick, which is fine. You can do what you want. If you're a dude and you're going after men, more, more women for the rest of us. Right. Right. Fellows. But obviously this person's doing it for love and attention because if they're not getting love and attention, they're not happy with themselves. So if you're crying because people don't know whether you're a boy or a girl because you, you're conflating the situation, you can't blame other people for that. Like that's, that's upsetting that you, you're, you didn't do it for yourself in that sense. People are misgendering me. Like people are going to say things. People are going to say things. I've been called. I'm just, I'm just saying I've been called. And this hasn't happened for a long time, but like a long time ago, I, I remember like the last time, I'm trying to think the last time it happened. I've had someone, it happened a couple times. Well, there's one period where it happened a few times. I must've looked like a woman for a bit, but I was like in the supermarket and someone, I guess, came around the corner and was like, oh, excuse me, miss. Or excuse me, like, uh, cause I my, was like, my, my hair was down or something like that. Or it was like a quick, I forget what it was. I forget what the situation exactly was, but it was like in the produce section or somewhere where you couldn't see the, like the rest of my body or something. I turned around and the person was like, holy shit. <laughs> Cause it was like long hair. And I guess the person didn't really look that carefully. So anyway, I didn't take offense to it. You thought I was a boy. You misgendered me. It's obviously a mistake. It was funny. I laughed my ass off. Cause the look on his face was like, holy shit. You know? Anyway. Um, uh, those scars made my stomach turn. What'd she do to herself? Double mastectomy. Had your breasts removed. Uh, the thing is, those kinds of surgeries are permanent. You can't undo it. You can't undo it. So the the mental instability of this country. You know, we had that was it yesterday? The, the tragic shooting. And of course you're going to hear it all over the news and, you know, ban weapons and ban firearms. Cause there was a shooting, uh, at the school in Tennessee and it was a trans, what was it? A trans, a trans man. It's a woman, a woman who knows if she's on test out. We're going to find out a lot more stuff, but I'm sure it's going to try to be buried because it's a trans, a trans person shot up in elementary school. So that's going to be misrepresented and shoved under the rug. They can't hide that one though. So what hormones are they on? Obviously unstable. It's the mental health. It's not the guns. You know, we have people running over or is it Daryl Brooks, that guy's name, the Walker show where like he ran over people at a parade that got shoved under the rug that just disappeared because it didn't fit the race narrative. You know, people that are mentally insane are going to do mentally insane things. Insane people are going to do insane things. It doesn't seem like that has to be said, but it just kind of, well, I'm just going to put those two together. You're insane. You're going to do insane shit. 
So if you're not mentally stable, if you're eating garbage food, you're being poisoned by social media, you're on all these antidepressants and recreational drugs that get sold everywhere and get prescribed like fucking Tic Tacs, people are going to be unfucking stable. If you have health insurance, for example, and let's say you're on some sort of antidepressant medication and then you lose insurance or you lose your job, uh, you're probably not getting free antidepressants anymore. Like you might have to go off it or you get, you know, you stop taking or you can't afford it. There's a period where your insurance hasn't kicked over into like Medicare or whatever the hell it is. And all of a sudden you're not on these drugs anymore and you're going to fucking go off the deep end. You can't just pull the plug on these intense medications. So people aren't stable. And when you have unstable people and you have so many of them, um, you know, you're going to have these outcomes. That's just, that, that's just what I, I, I don't like when, when you have like a tragedy. The tragedy is going to get, the tragedy that happened yesterday is going to get, you know, it's going to get um, spooled up as like, you know, ban the guns, ban the guns. It's not the fucking guns. Like, it's just not. It's just not. I, I have guns. I've never shot up any place. Why? Why didn't I shoot up places? Well, if there was no guns, it wouldn't happen. Other things would happen. Other things do happen. They already happen. It's not, it's not the, uh, the solution. It's not the solution. And I don't think that stuff kind of, I don't think the stuff kind of changes. I don't know how it's going to change because you know, the food's not going to get better. This is why you have to make positive choices on your own. You're not going to get it from the government. You're not going to hear it on TV or in the mainstream media. You're not going to hear about exercise and sunlight and better food choices. It's quite the opposite. They want you to eat bugs. They want you to eat grass and soy and corn and meat is evil. It's so bad for you. And don't exercise too much because that's, you know, ableist and, you know, it's fat phobia if you want to improve your health and, oh, you're obsessed with exercise. You're obsessed and you're going to have body dysmorphia because you lift weights and go to the gym and yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of, there's a lot of problems. Um, and unfortunately there are a lot of problems that many people don't understand what the actual problem is that are talking about these things, talking heads. that will just spew whatever. So yes, they want to ban guns. Great. Uh, you don't want that to happen. If you think that that's a good idea, you don't understand why it's important for people to have guns. And if you, if you thought 2020 or 2021 was bad, imagine if we didn't have guns, look at these other countries it was played down in the media. You didn't hear about it as much as you should have. A lot of you are aware of what happened in other countries, but that's what happens when you don't have guns. The UK has tons of stabbings, but you can't mass stab people. People will find a way to kill people. People will find a way to do things. They will, they'll use bombs. They will use cars, motor vehicles. They will poison wells. Like they'll do stuff. Criminals will be criminals. Criminals will be criminals. Um, so that's, that's the thing. Anyway, the mental health, the mental health. And that's just, we, a lot of the videos that we watch are examples of poor mental health, which I think is important to compare with what we do in the Swole Fam and all the other content we do. That's why we cover these, you know, balls deep videos because it's important. Yeah. Some of them are just straight up funny. Uh, some of them are just horrifying and sad. Uh, some of them are in between. 
but these um these aren't really the extremes that people think that they are you might not see some of these people in your day-to-day life but this is the the loud minority which is coming more of a majority there's a lot of voices a lot of this a lot of this signal is it's really high for your children it's really high for the mainstream and this is why our country is being and the world is being pushed in that direction because of all these other foundational erosions like uh, currency there our fucking economic system is just completely built on a sham so it's eroding it's eroding all areas of our culture from movies to music to social media it's just everything's junk food everything's processed everything's bite-sized everything's really uh, low quality and it's a lot of noise it's a lot of noise but when you're young and impressionable you're going to have a lot more of these situations where you have someone who is you're going to have a lot more of these situations where someone is raised out of this muck like a ninja turtle, like the shooter yesterday. I don't know the whole story, but like obviously not mentally stable. No shit. Um, this individual that we just watched the video for that is like crying because people aren't recognizing her. It's like, this isn't all about you. Life is occurring. It's not about you. These are narcissists that think the whole world revolves around them. There is no safe space. You live in a bubble online and then you go out in the real world and people are doing things because up is up, down is down. There's gravity and people have fucking bills to pay. You go outside and you go to a store, people are fucking working. They got a kid in school. You got a a job. It's like, I, I don't have time to fucking worry about your goddamn pronouns. I don't give a shit about that. People are doing construction, building roads and shit. I don't give a fuck about your your gender dysphoria. And I'm not saying it to be rude. It's just life doesn't care about your, your, your feelings like that. It's going to continue. Society goes on and people are hitting the face with reality. And then they're breaking down their hyperventilating because they know deep down that they, they sold themselves out. They made a life changing decision and they can't come to grips with that kind of overwhelm. Like she cut off her breasts. She cut off her breasts. You can't put those things back in. They're gone. She can never breast. Like it's, it's so sad. And then what happens? What happens with these young people that are being brainwashed to think that you can just swap back and forth. You can just pause your puberty. You'll be fine. 10 years after that, they're on testosterone. Their surgeries are bleeding and they're constantly up, down, up, down. Their medications are all fucked up. And how long until you have people just snapping, going back and doing what happened yesterday to people that, you know, push them into doing this, all the pent up rage and aggression and depression, whether it's suicide or, or worse, it's, it's sad, but it's uh, something that probably is going to be unfortunately very pervasive in the next coming decades because of all this shit that's happening now. You know, it might be cool and trendy hashtag trans mom on TikTok when your three-year-old is playing with a Barbie doll and, oh my God, he's a girl, and you put him on puberty blockers. How's that going to turn out in 20 years when the kid's 23 and is an outcast because it looks like a man, but it's a woman? It's fucking weird. Scary shit. Just saying. That's some real talk, but fucking crazy. So hopefully not, but I mean, it's going in that direction. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of, I think the, I think the, the rebound is going to be hardcore. I just don't see how this can continue 
and people not just like eventually be like, fuck this. I think it's more, a lot more people are saying fuck this now, but it's gotta be more socially acceptable to, to say fuck this. So don't be quiet, speak up. And yeah, bad people will do bad things without guns, especially without guns because the government will take more and more power. As if like Genghis Khan didn't fucking eradicate like millions of fucking people. He didn't have guns. So shut the fuck up. People kill people without fucking guns. Like Jesus Christ, throughout history, people didn't have fucking guns. Let's see. Let's give away this Tainty Magooch card. Went deep, went hard, but that's what that's why it's balls deep. That's why it's balls deep, fam. Did I lie? Did I lie? No, I didn't. It's balls deep for a reason. I told you. Balls are slapping. Get used to it. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. We're fucking all the way in. Or all the way in. But you know, you know Papa Soy. Always always leave a little bit. Always leave a little bit for that surprise. That surprised the rest. Hey, what's that over there? Is that a Blue Jay? Bam! You like that? <laughs> All right, Tainty Magooch. Oh, by the way, just a reminder in case you missed the beginning of the episode. Uh, this Thursday, uh, fam, this Thursday, this Thursday, Rise and Swole. Another, another gorilla <laughs> for Rise and Swole. This Thursday, March 30th, time to be announced tomorrow, likely to be 9 a.m. Rise and Swole with the fam. Uh, the episode on Thursday will be private. It's usually private every other Thursday for the roundtable. But now on those opposing weeks, like this week, uh, it's going to be a Rise and Swole. So um, live call with the fam. Episode will be private. Get access to all the private live streams. SwoleNormousX.com. Thursday, March 30th in the morning. Tomorrow, we'll be announcing it. Rise and shine with Papa and the fam. It's going to be fire. All right, let's give away today's swole card. Tainty Magooch, here we go. Falcon. Falcon. Thank you. Can you music, please? Thank you. You're the worst producer ever, Falcon. You're the worst. I don't want to hear it. Don't be a beesh. Don't be a boosh. Or Mika's gonna end up like Tainty Magooch. Congratulations! Congratulations. Mika Ash. Congratulations. Send us an email to support at swolnormous.com. Swolcard 2517 in the subject. Your mailing address in the body of the email. Super stoked. Stokey McStokerson. Congratulations, Mika. Mika to the main stage. Mika to the main stage. If the podcast doesn't work out, that's my next job. I'm just going to be one of those announcers at a high-end strip club. Mika to the champagne room. Mika to the champagne room. Last call for the buffet, closing down in just 15 minutes. Get your spicy wings right now. I always wonder, who, who eats at a strip club? Who's going there and, like, eating? Nasty. You nasty. You nasty. You nasties. 
no sex in the champagne room. Now, what else is the champagne room for? I love how it says no sex in the champagne room. Bullshit. You all know that's why. It's why it's called the champagne room. Oh, God, seafood? Amanda says the strip club here has all-you-can-eat shrimp Mondays. Ooh. Sheldon de-veined, I hope. I trust him. Seafood on Monday. Oh, yeah. But salmon every day. Oh! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, Hello. and may God have mercy on your soul. Lieutenant I got hairy legs. As you can see, my nipples have been removed from my body. Where they are, I don't know. I could have used that soundboard earlier, but I decided not to. It was just too perfect. Didn't, just didn't feel right. Shame. 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 Sin. Sin. Fucking nailed it. You know? You know? You know. You know. And fucking you know. You all know. You all know. Ooh, I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? I got you, fam. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? We will be here tomorrow again for 2517. And another reminder, just in closing, we have Rise and Swole Thursday, March 30th in the morning. Time to be announced tomorrow. And um, the episode will be private. So again, join the fam today. Get access to all the private live streams. Uh, you don't want to miss. Thursdays are always awesome. Now we have Rise and Swole. We have Roundtable every other week. It's going to be fucking lit. I'm stoked. Uh, thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow for 2517. Peace, McGee's Deuce McGoose, your boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Paid away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock's crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh, then they so mad. It's